As we are all narrowed down to our own subjective view on the things going on in our environment, in our space or responsibility, it is definitely worth a step into the shoes of the others, which means nothing else than changing perspectives. Being able to do so helps the organization at various stages during a decision-making process, also when it comes to the ongoing responsibility of identifying risks. Three potential perspectives will be discussed in today's episode. Corporate integrity, fraud, non-compliance and cybersecurity. Would you like to understand the root causes, detect threats and take measurements to protect the most precious assets? As a leader, you need to be prepared and stay actionable in the event of an incident. Sonia Sternemann talks in her podcast, The Human Factor, Corporate Integrity Matters. To leaders and entrepreneurs who want to have impact, foster corporate integrity and act as role models. As an international expert for corporate governance and integrity, entrepreneur, and independent board member, she knows the challenges. Let her inspire you. Welcome back to this new episode of the podcast, The Human Factor, Corporate Integrity Matters. You might be an integrity enthusiast, a business leader, corporate integrity counsel, or on your way there. I'm your mentor when it comes to corporate integrity with impact founder of the Corporate Integrity Concepts and the Corporate Integrity Academy, with the vision to protect and secure assets, reputation and actionability, yours and the one of your organization. Why? Because corporate integrity matters. And now let's dive into the three potential perspectives to identify risks and, what is even more important, the understanding of how additional perspectives can be brought up by you and your team to support the organization. I'm convinced that the ability to change perspectives, not only when it comes to risks, is crucial for business leaders. No matter what kind of industry you are in, it also does not depend on the role you have. Whether you are a board member, an executive, a manager or an employee, you can always work on your ability of switching perspectives. Being strongly involved in the daily business of your current role and in these days also often isolated in your home office and virtually connected to the team, the openness to other perspectives tends to decrease. What I have seen over the last few months is that this mentioned isolation impacts the flexibility of switching perspectives significantly. As business leaders, being responsible for our teams and organizations, it is important to nurture the ability and skill set to ensure a broad, forward-thinking mindset. Don't worry. As human beings, the risk of thinking too broad or too big is hardly given. And you will always have team members bringing you back to the reality. But not having our limitation, which is even tighter than ever before, on the radar, will not support your organization strategy. Promised. You see, I'm really convinced that we do good reflecting our own potential of changing perspectives. And of course, when we start with that as role models, we have a signaling effect. If not, we also do, but in a negative way. Often I tell you that the topics I talk about here in our podcast came from discussion with peers or um, clients. 
Today, it's completely different. Nothing related to work, nor did we have to negotiate about a huge transaction with impact. No, just the fact that I have not seen what someone showed me. But more on that in a few minutes. First, I would like to display what, in, what the reactions could be if you start introducing such a topic within your organization or peer group. Based on different experiences I had so far, there are always colleagues who do not want to have such discussions, like this one here. That's fine. Sooner or later, we all learn by experience that these kind of leadership skills are important, very important. And the learning by experience is the best trainer. Retrospectively, we are all smarter. So, therefore, please do not be disappointed if that type of work is not what your colleagues were looking for right now. In one of my future episodes, I will also dive into the negotiation process, which will also cover how topics we strive for can be addressed with success. As already brought up, but not that direct, it is our responsibility at the very top of an organization to work now on our ability to switch perspectives. Also in the meetings we have, for example, in the boards. If the board or the executive committee is not willing to do so, it will be hard to expect it from the crew. I think it's even impossible. Sooner or later, the ones who already have such an open mindset of flexibility will leave the firm if we are not taking care before. That is definitely not what we want to risk. We don't want to lose our best people. I promise that I tell you the non-business related example when the ability of changing perspective is crucial too. Have you ever tried to explain somebody a point in the landscape? Just one point. A few hundred miles away without having a compass who let you read the coordinates? quite difficult. You could also take the sky and explaining someone without knowledge of the stars what you are talking about, especially when the person is, and that's crucial right now, not the same size as you are and standing next to you on the left or on the right side. You could point with your finger exactly at that point you would like to show far away. The person next to you will have a different view the person has a different perspective because the person is not exactly standing where you are standing and not having exactly the same, same um, <laughs> size. That is just what happens every day. And people created tools like Compass, for example, to translate these perspectives and made it readable and understandable for everybody who understands that specific language. And the same is true in business. We will never have exactly the same perspectives than others, but we could try to do so and we can try to change our perspectives. As initially mentioned, I will introduce three perspectives to identify risks. This means only three and not all the six we have, for example, in our toolbox called the personal risk area identifier. Starting with the three will give you and hopefully also your team enough food for thought in a first step. I prefer getting things implemented and done versus teaching and preaching complex frameworks which nobody ever wants to have implemented in the organization. This means for today that we immediately start with the work on the different perspectives and elaborate from there. Let us choose the three perspectives to start with. 
The first one is having you here in my podcast, in my business podcast, I assume you all have a professional role on a certain level. Either you are an employee, a manager, an executive or board member. If you have several roles, just choose one for that exercise. That is going to be your individual business role. That's the first one. As a second perspective, I would like you to choose a new, on your role you have within friends and family. You might be a parent, a child, a friend, a sibling, etc. Just take one. Sometimes you have even more, or most of the time you have more. And the third one is the maybe most difficult one. Because at the third role, you closely stay with you as an individual. Not in the roles we described above. Not as part of another system. Just you. I know, this might be the toughest. As you only have to focus on you and not taking care of others. But try it. So let's summarize. You have the following three perspectives to switch in between. To identify risks. That's what we are going to do a little bit later. So you have the professional role the friends and family role, and the individual role. These three perspectives are always within us, no matter with whom you are working in teams, no matter on which level. It remains unspoken which of the perspective is taking the lead in decision-making processes. And sometimes not even you know which are the strong one now taking care of. And depending on the setting you provide, it is possible to lead it and also to steer it which of the role you have is more dominant. Coming back to business, if you are deciding on the next merger and acquisition project, I would assume that you would like to have your team bringing a very diverse basis for decision to the table. But how do you ensure that the process to get there is enabling that? Would you like to hear the streamlined opinion? I think not. I would definitely not prefer such an approach. Enabling the involved team to switch roles and perspectives during the preparation phase will give you a much broader understanding and basis for decision. As an example, I have prepared a few questions which should be answered from different perspectives. And here you can now use the three you decided on a few minutes ago. The situation or risk I want you to be taken is cyber attack as the overall risk. With the three perspectives in mind, you can for each answering the following questions. First, what are the planned activities which could be harmed? Second, what would be the biggest risk derived from the answer before? Third one, which are the effective scenarios to mitigate that risk of number two? And the fourth one, by when are measurements effective? With these four questions above, about activities, risks, scenarios, and measurements, you immediately identify the risk for each perspective. Having just a top generic risk like cyber attack is not enough. We need to bring it down to our business, our environment, our business model itself. The answers are individual as our business models are, our industry and our team. Therefore, we need room for discussion to Make sure that the different perspectives are involved to identify the relevant risks. With that knowledge, we support our strategy to achieve our goals. 
My personal wish is that changing perspective is just normal and part of the corporate culture, no matter whether we are in a M&A transaction or whether we are going to identify risks for a fraud risk um, um, assessment. But it starts with the individual. It starts with all of us and everybody can be invited. But even more important is that we just live it by example. Articulating that in my role, I have this perspective can help to raise the awareness. If I talk about my role and the perspective I have from that role supports also the understanding for the others. Everybody has different perspectives, as we have seen in the process we established with the three roles. Why not talking about it? It's quite normal. Why not asking the colleague how he would rank that risk from the perspective of being the father of teens, for example? I think you would get different answers. I promise the discussion goes into a new direction I will and will inspire your risk identification process. Maybe you are missing the take-home assignment. <laughs> Remember the three rules. The first one is the professional one, second, friends and family, and the third, the individual you have. And then keep at least two of the following four questions in mind. The activities planned, the biggest risk, the scenarios to mitigate, and then the measurements are going to be implemented. As we all know how human brains work, it is already great if you keep in mind that you are playing many different exciting roles. Use the ability, no matter in what situation. Your decision-making process will be much more effective. This was episode number 12 of The Human Factor. Corporate Integrity Matters. Following the belief, corporate integrity secures and empowers individuals and organizations. Would you like to learn more, meet peers and getting qualified? So visit the website Corporate Integrity Concepts or Corporate Integrity Academy. Or do you think this podcast could be interesting for someone you know? Sharing is caring and we are always happy to welcome your peers to our community. And if you like this episode, subscribe and don't miss any of the future ones. The show notes are, of course, enriched with relevant information. And your connection via any of the social media channels is highly appreciated and will be answered. Promised. And please do not forget, topics of your interest or interview partners are highly welcome. Just send me a note on any of the channels you know. That's it from my side. I thank you for listening. My name is Sonja Stiernimon and I'm your host. Stay curious, actionable and a role model. Take care and goodbye.